101 Bravo Lima. Come in, over. I can't have you sitting in the middle of my runway. Respond, over. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. It's the final week of October. Did you get your house egged again, Mark? Uh, yes. And then uh, I retaliated by coming outside in my um, in my boxers and shouting at the damn kids. Yeah. And then I went inside, felt like I had uh, done my part. Doorbell rings. Open the door. Flaming bag. Oh, what? Well, you got to put that out. I stomped it out. Oh, good. There was poop. Oh, God. So. <sighs> Harrowing. Those kids. Those fucking kids. Well, I mean, they're, they're just a bunch of scamps. You know, they'll grow out of That's it. That's what they do. They're only in their 20s. It's, mm, mm, um, okay. Uh, uh. What would you go as? What, did you dress up? Is somebody fun for trick-or-treat? Yes. Andrew, I dress as the most terrifying thing of all. Yeah. The 2020 election. <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, that it, actually is, it's, it's pretty scary. Legitimately yeah. concerning. Yeah. Yeah. And I wore a dumb costume that said that. Oh. Oh, you didn't just wear like a rubber Bill Clinton mask or something? <laughs> Like a big kiss mark on the cheek? Uh, no. Yes, I wore that in a blue dress. Oh, good. And then uh, I threw up in the lap of a diplomat. Oh, I so, think you're mixing you're mixing your metaphors I think no here. one really understands what I was going for and here. you're just like, a uh, thousand points of light, uh, uh, keep cool with Coolidge. Gorbachev ordered a pizza. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, silent cow. And uh, um, I was walking, serving up big bowls of alphabet soup. Yeah, and I uh, then I got stuck in the bathtub. That was not because of my costume. No, that was a separate incident. Because I was drunk and I couldn't move. Uh, well, that's exciting, Mark. Did you uh, did you have fun? Did you was October fun for you? Uh, Andrew. Did you have fun? I, I'm looking for someone. Did you have <laughs> who's fun? Fun. Uh, Andrew, uh, I did, I watched a bunch of spooky movies. What'd you watch? Uh, I watched a movie that has enjoyed a certain notoriety. It's called Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I'm, I'm familiar. Do you, have you seen it? I think I've seen the second one. Do you know, the second one stars, uh, Bruce Springsteen's little sister, FYI. Mm. I think her name is Jessica Springsteen. Anyways, the first one is known for a shocking ending um if anybody doesn't want the ending spoiled to sleepaway camp skip ahead uh three episodes because we're gonna keep talking about this talk, it's, this is the rest of the uh this rest, is the rest, the rest of the, of the series yeah folks. really it's just me talking about sleepaway camp yeah it's known for this big reveal ending i don't even call it a twist ending i call it a reveal of something meaningless mm -hmm. but the reveal at the end is that the killer is this teenage girl but the girl is actually a boy so it's a shot of 
a naked boy with his little wiener hanging out. <laughs> and the naked boy is wearing a mask because a Bill Clinton mask. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah with like, a big smooch on the He's stomach. wearing a mask of the girl actress. That's how they <laughs> yeah. get away with it. Yeah. That's how they show this shot. And then the people that discover this are like, oh my God, she's a boy. And then the movie ends. And you're like, what? Nothing was resolved. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> Why well, did you do that? Well, did they did they get to go sleep away? Some people do sleep away well, at then, this camp. Yeah. But. As uh, advertised. So that's what everybody knows about this movie. <clears throat> Andrew, this movie is actually insane from minute one to that end point. Mm. Everything about it is bonkers and bizarre. Everything. I After watching the movie, I went to bed. And woke up the next morning, and the very first thing I thought was, "Oh my God, he's a boy!" <laughs> no, the very first thing I thought was, "Wait a minute, he was wearing a Bill Clinton mask." So, so everybody knew about the cook, mm. and they didn't do anything about it because mm-hmm. there's like little elements like that just peppered throughout the movie. Because the movie doesn't follow a like, I wouldn't say that it follows a structure. In any way, mm. it's more just a collection of things happening. It's a, it's a pastiche. It's a collage. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like a wet hot American summer. <laughs> just scenelets, just yeah, happen. just a bunch of little scenes yeah. happen. You're like, I don't know, Paul Rudd got married to, uh, or no, it's not Paul it's Rudd. Not it's not Michael Rudd. Ian Black. Michael Ian Black gets uh, gay married. Yeah, and then they go into town and get addicted to heroin. They get addicted to smack in an afternoon. <laughs> Anyways, this movie is insane. I highly recommend it the big the most like shocking and amazing thing about it i would say is that it takes place in a camp for teenagers and they actually cast teenagers Hmm. so your cast is 14 year olds to 17 year olds i think there's one 18 year old in the cast but so when you see like a like a 15 year old get murdered you're like holy shit that's a child getting murdered yeah you know, as opposed to Nightmare on Elm Street or all these other movies where, you know, when Johnny Depp gets murdered and he's playing a 17-year-old, I think it was like 20 at that point. Mm-hmm. So don't watch it if you don't want to, I'm, all right? Well, I'm fine. I'm just, just I'm get, looking. Fine. What did I do in the month of October, Mark? I watched made-for-TV movies. Okay. All right. Perhaps you're, uh, you're familiar with some of these made-for-TV movies. I, I bet there's some overlap between you and I. Uh, a little thing called Trucks. Yeah, I watched that. Watched I liked that it. in the month of October. little thing called Quicksilver Highway. Yeah, watch that. little thing called... Sometimes They Come Back. Sometimes They Come Back Saturday. <laughs> Her favorite movie title. And... What did you watch the last... For the last... What was the last TV movie that you watched in October, you would say? Ooh. It's probably... Uh, Probably that Lori Laughlin one where it's like she's going to jail. That's that's real life, man. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. Lifetime did like a like a movie of the week for the college scandal. Oh, fraud. The college admissions scandal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible title. I'm aware. No, the last made for TV movie I watched the month of October is a little something entitled The Night Flyer. Spooky. Which is what we watched yes. together. Yes. But separately. Separately, but together. But we'll discuss together. Yes. For for TV Movie Night, this podcast that we are sputtering to a start. Yeah. Just yeah. Trying to, just trying to kickstart this I think thing. I think, it's, I think it's flooded, Mark. Yeah. I think the engine's just... just keep, 
you gotta you gotta give it a little bit of gas. You got a, you got any uh vapor lock? Yeah, I think we got vapor lock. <laughs> it's it's you're gonna have to drain it. You're gonna have to drain it. Television Movie Night is a podcast where you and I watch made for TV movies. We've been watching Stephen King adaptations. Yes, that are less than seventeen, 17 hours long. Hours. <laughs> Andrew, I saw I I was rating this movie, and IMDb was like, "Hey, we bet you'd like Storm of the Century." And I was like, all right, what's that about? And they're like, it's a three-episode event, two hours per episode. Fuck and I was like, oh, you. fuck this. I was looking up research for this movie, and laughably, uh, there was some, there was, like, supposedly there was, a, like, a couple. Oh, they wanted to do a sequel. No, it was, like, 45 minutes of, like, unreleased footage for this movie that it somehow made its way to the internet at some uh-huh. point. And the lead of this blog post that was trying to get fucking traffic for this made-for-TV movie that nobody is nobody's ever seen. Not even uh, the people in the movie. Miguel Ferrara never saw it. Never saw it. The lead legitimately say, some people argue, this is King's best adaptation. <laughs> Who? Exactly. And I, I just wonder if, like, a computer wrote this, that, like, if you're going to talk about a movie that nobody has ever seen, you can safely be like, well, some people argue... I think that I when did when did this blog post get written? Like five years ago. Oh, five years ago, I would think that the blog post would have been you won't believe what people are saying is the top Stephen <laughs> King adaptation. Well, we're gonna talk about this movie at length in a segment I like to call "Well." A doctor asked for donations. What he did will shock you. <laughs> Doctors hate this guy. Life redeemed. Humanity for the win. Go home, science. You're drunk. It's called What Do You Know? Hmm? It's setting it up. We're into the bit now. It's called, it's yes. called, it's called What Do You Know? Okay, all right. Mark, what do you know about the Night Flyer? I know that some people say that it is Stephen King's wow. I've <laughs> best heard, adaptation. I've heard this. I've heard this. I have not heard someone say it to me directly, but I have heard that other people the, have the said. The people are talking. That yeah. other people many, have said it. Many, 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 you know. Many, many, many people are saying that this is treasonous. Is the best. Andrew, the Night Flyer. Night Flyer, Night Flyer. Uh, apparent. You don't have to watch it. Because <laughs> we. Bad night. Go on. Uh, Night Flyer is a adaptation of a another short story. I think apparently this was an HBO release. Uh, However, it is one of those HBO releases that is not on HBO Go. It is my goal in life, I think, to watch every HBO release movie that is not on HBO Go (laughs) because that means they're ashamed of it. Yeah. Or there's licensing issues. This but probably is, they're ashamed of it. Probably licensing issues. Because they have, like, Cast a Deadly Spell still on there. And they're like, that's one from the 90s. And they're like, I don't know. Maybe you guys would like this. I liked it. But they don't have they don't have Witch Hunt. They don't have Boy... What was it? The Comrades of Summer? Yeah. Oh, they're embarrassed about Comrades, Comrades of Summer. Comrades of Summer. I, I feel like they... I feel like that was made for HBO. Yes. Okay. All right, just don't yell at me. I'm agreeing with you. Well, um, well, it was part of the deal that, uh, you know, they asked about it out in a, the, the Toluca Lake magazine. Yeah, they asked Joe Montana. They asked Joe Montana about it. Hey, why it. can't we watch? And he, and he said, you're going to have to turn off the tape recorder. <laughs> Wouldn't go on the record. Is Would this, not go on the record about it. Is this off the record? 
All said, right, I'll tell you. Turn the tape recorder off. Couldn't take any notes. Give me the tape recorder. <laughs> yeah, pull the tape right out of it. Um, Andrew, uh, that's basically all I know. Okay. From what I, from based on the poster art or box art, I would say it's um, it's like Christine, but with an airplane. Hmm. I would, uh, yeah, that's that's probably right around what I would say. Mark, the Night Flyer premiered in the United States in November 1997. No date listed. <laughs> and this film was financed by uh, European investors. Dino De Laurentiis. Uh, it was not Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> And uh, they were trying to get... So here's the here's what happens. They were trying to get this... Okay, all right, so... Basically, these European investors get together and they're like, we've got an adaptation of a Stephen King. That we've got the... Boop with the bepo. Come over here with the adaptation sauce. Adaptation of a, a Stephen King property. Mm-hmm. And we need the money. we got to get the money. My wife, she's always asking me, where's the money? <laughs> And uh-huh. uh, Italian investors were like, "Cool!" And they're like, "And we've got a lot of we've got a lot of interest uh, from Universal Pictures." Universal here in the United States. Yeah, that's big. Universal was targeting this for a 1998 release in theaters. Yes. And do the, it. The Italian investors said, uh, "That's uh, it's a bit uh, far in the future." We do it today. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's. It's universal. They're going to promote it. It's going to be in 1998. No, we like it now. We do it today. So in order to uh, sweeten the deal. This, this deal is as sweet as my mother's marinara. They had to get this thing off the ground and get it in the United States earlier than what Universal was hoping to do. All right. So instead, they decided to just give it to HBO. Right. To premiere in November 1997. So that it can get released overseas in Europe later in the year. Yes. And then eventually it did find its way to some theaters in 1998. So this was actually screened cinematically, theatrically. Yes. yes. Uh, did not do well. Oh. Did not do well. Did it not do well because it had already aired in America that's, on television? That's right. And there Everyone was no was like, reason to see it again. I've already seen it. It's, it this is not TV. They, they got to the theaters, and oh, they said, this is not TV, TV, and this is not HBO. <laughs> this is a movie theater. This is a mo- I'm in a movie theater. <laughs> There's popcorn in my lap. This was written by Stephen King. He, based, well, it's, he adapted it's, his it's, own work? No, it's based, on a, it's based on the original source material, Stephen King, which is a short story written for his 1988 anthology, Prime Evil. Not his anthology, but a horror anthology called Prime Evil. Ugh, so basically, he submitted he name. submitted a story. It's like I don't know. What do you think of this? Prime evil, evil. and then was later then uh, involved and incorporated into nightmares and dreamscapes. The teleplay, or I guess the screenplay, because it was screen screen some places, uh, was by a man named Mark Pavia. Yes, who is also the director. Who is the director? According to his credits, the only thing I can see on here. He also has something called Fender Bender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which has a similar poster to the Night Flyer, I think. And then he has a co Fender Bender came out in like 19, or 2017, too. Yeah, it's, right? it's a lot later. Yeah, it's, it's a like lot 20 later. years later. And then uh, a co writer, Jack O'Donnell. This is the only credit that I could find. He did it. He did, he did it, it, man. He, he put the 
end. Yes. And then he closed his eyes and he just drifted <laughs> off into into Valhalla. Turned, turned into sea foam and just disappeared. This was directed by Mark Pavia, as you said. This is starring Miguel Ferrer, who we know from a bunch of different stuff. Mark, what do you what what's your favorite Miguel Ferrer role? I know Miguel Ferrer mostly from um, Traffic. Yep, you know that movie. I think that was probably the first time I noticed him. Yeah, he's done some like he's in... some comedy stuff. He's in RoboCop. Yes. He's in Hot Shots Part Two. Even called him an asshole. He's in Twin Peaks. Yes, he is. And co-starring Julie Entwistle. 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 Julie, how how have you not heard her name said like a thousand times? It's like saying Renee Rousseau. Everybody knows Julianne Twistle. Okay. List off some of her other credits. Oh, okay. Uh, gladly. Um, I have here uh, s- the role of student in Kevin Klein's In and Out. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, everybody has their starting thing. What else? What else did she go on to? <clears throat> student. Oh. In Kevin Klein's movie. In and out. So she was in two movies. That's all I could find. Andrew, how does this movie exist in this like realm of where it just creates actors and writers? I don't know. Who exist only to make this one only movie. Only to make this one and then get and back then in, in. Disappear in, forever. They get into the night flyer <laughs> and then they go off to per, perhaps another parallel world where yes. they also create a version of night flyer. Each pair. Oh, they're doomed to recreate Night Flyer across the dimension. Yes, across they, the multiverse, they, they get back in over their plane, and over again. And then they go to the next one, and then they create the, a Night Flyer there where everyone tastes salty things as sweet and sweet things as salty. That's oh, the yeah. only difference between this world and that world. Mark, uh, before we dig in, what um, based on the trailer, what did you think this movie was going to be about? Uh, I thought it was a Dracula. I thought it was a Dracula movie. Yeah, it's a, gonna be a big Dracula. A, a, a Bram Stoker's Dracula, where um, Miguel Ferrar plays like a cop or something, mm-hmm. and he's trying to track down this Dracula. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get that Dracula. But the Dracula uh, flies a plane, so he's too fast for him. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, damn, I got a car. He's got a plane. It's like, ha ha ha. So long, sucker. But and, then also, Dracula just also follows the ten all the way oh, to the next town. Yeah. <laughs> He really should mix that up. So you go left, you go right, and you can do whatever you want, man. No, he's got to just go just and looks right down at the ten. Just nope. Is it good? Right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go to Burbank, and then <laughs> next one I uh, go to John Wayne, and then uh, he's just hopping across the uh, the smaller the so- uh, the metro. So-ca- yeah, yeah. The SoCal uh, doesn't like going to LAX though. No fun. It's it's, it's too it's busy. Too, it's too hectic. It's too hectic. You it's not worth there. the trouble. Mm-mm. Well, let's I'll dive in. I'll see you in hell or Ontario. Which, Whichever. Whichever. You, you pick. Some people say it's <laughs> it's 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 not actually that bad. There's that mall that's right around there. It's easier than LAX and only a couple of minutes more. The drive's kind of annoying. Um, they got a pennies next to it. But you're moving all the time. <laughs> da-na, 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 da-na. I was like, oh, I just um, got to go to Penny's. Um, yeah, uh, just... Oh, there's a Penny on us. Oh, oh, there's a CPK up there. Act one. 
We start with an opening shot of a small radio tower at a regional airport. He's trying to get, there's a, there's a plane on the runway. Just sitting out there. How irresponsible. Plane's got to land. What if the president shows up? <laughs> We've got to keep this thing clear. What if John McClane has got to put a bird on the ground? Yes. But they think that the ground is, is like lower. Is yes. 100 feet higher lower than it is. Keep yes. going. <sighs> He's got to run out there with a bunch of flares, try and get him to pull up. Yeah, it's crazy. People are using credit cards to call, call from Sky phones. I mean, what are the odds of that reporter being on the same airplane? Pretty, it's, it's, well, what are the odds that this happens? That's the, the same, same thing that happened to this. This guy. <sighs> Merry Christmas. We're talking about Die Hard 2. There's die a harder. small, yes, there's a small passenger plane that's just sitting on the runway. The operator says, oh, I'm going to pick the, ooh. <laughs> he like grabs a, he, he's angry at this airplane like it's a, like it's a family of raccoons. And yeah, he's going to get a broom. He's got a broom he's and gonna, he's like, oh, I'm going right, to shoo this airplane out of here. Get him out of here. He goes to the plane, which is this big old black plane, and he notes there's curtains on the window. Yes. He also, Creepy. He also notes there's blood on the side of the cab of the plane, and the door is slightly open, and he looks inside. We don't necessarily see what he sees inside, but what it is is something he doesn't like very it. Very disgusted by it. He's like, oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus. God, they got, they got a, it smells. Candy they got, wrappers. They got a lemon fresh air freshener in here it's too powerful i can't oh it's got to be you need something mild it needs to be mild can't just go out just or nothing sweet either you know you don't want to smell like cookies no that's a trick gets you hungry but while he's looking inside the plane he gets his head bashed in on the door and then his face gets all terribly scratched up yes something attacks him that he turns around and uh, he looks up to see what looks like a uh, looks like a Dracula. Seems a lot like a Dracula. You got a, you got a big f- long cape, fella. I don't I don't want to tell you what you got, but it looks like you got a Dracula. <laughs> Look, uh, you guys, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here, but uh, you got you got you a got, Dracula. You got Draculas. Uh, so I don't know if you got a fumigate or what you want to do. We then cut to the offices of Inside View, which appears to be like a. Very scummy tabloid. It's New a tab. York, it's New a York Post-esque. No, it's worse it's, than it's that. Worse it's Weekly than World News. Yes, it is worse. It's than, National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's it is Weekly World News by way of the fact that they actually try and like Weekly World. They just made this stuff up. They didn't actually do interviews. Yeah, that was just for entertainment. What? These, these apparently are based on real things, but this is all bottom of the barrel, cutthroat tabloid journalism. Yeah. We are introduced to Miguel Ferrer, who's playing a character named Richard Dees. Yes. Dick Dees. Andrew. Dees. Nobody in this movie says. Before you ask. Dees nuts. Nobody says Dees nuts. Nobody says Nobody Dees, says Dees nuts. nuts. It's a waste. Why even name the character that? Wait a minute. I have a question. Yes. That 45 minutes of footage. That got released. Oh, I didn't watch it. Was I, there a weird sex scene in it? I didn't. I didn't see it. I only saw. I once it said some people argue that <laughs> this is King's best adaptation. I just. I closed. You I just. You're, I threw you, my computer yeah, into the you ocean. Put, you put your computer into your paper shredder, and it just. Bzzzed. But he walks in. and He's very upset because he feels like people are messing with the copy, messing with his copy. Yes. He's a big time. He's a reporter. big time writer. Big he time, gets the facts. That's right. He gets to the, the real heart of the matter. Makes something else up and gives it to you. 
Uh, we then uh, get a scene with Morrison, mm-hmm. who is the editor of the paper. Yes. Who's explaining what Inside View is to a brand new cub reporter by whose name is Catherine. 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 Catherine is eager. She's wearing a um she's wearing like a like a blazer and a blue skirt. Yeah. Um and meanwhile the uh editor is like kind of scummy and skeezy. Yeah. He's like, he's like Here's what we get at the inside view. Um, we tell people the weird shit that they don't want to hear. Yeah, we, we, here's here's the list of stuff that we want. We want aliens. We want violence. We want uh, violence against aliens. Uh, we want uh, weird, freaky pa- sex stuff. Yes. Don't give me any of this pacifist alien sh- bullshit. I don't want if it. They don't, if they don't take a swing at someone, to throw it in the trash. Richard enters to yell at Morrison. But Morrison tries to get Richard to bite on this Dracula story. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got a story. There's a there's a Dracula that's some guy, killing. I'm telling you, some this this airfield up the way, they got Draculas. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like a lot of them. Like a lot like a lot of Draculas. What are you gonna do about it? Like you, you gonna sit around? You know, you go you out go, there. Go get them. If you just turn a flashlight on and now you just look in the trees, they're all over. They're <laughs> all over. Morrison says that this Dracula guy signed in and landed at the airport. And he signed in as Dwight Renfield. Okay. Now, let me explain. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Renfield mm-hmm. is uh, the Tom Waits character in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yep. He's like a gross little toady. Mm-hmm. And Dwight is the first name of the first actor who played Renfield mm-hmm. in the 1933 mm-hmm. Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. So... Ergo, meaning yeah, what we can take from this yes is that this is someone with a weird name yeah. He's, think his about name, that. His name is Dwight. You know, think about that. Yeah, they got Draculas though. I don't think they're related, but you know, it's, I don't that's know. a fun fact. I just unpack that for no reason. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like learning what Bono's real name is. It's just weird. Yeah, because Bono's real name is the Edge. Yeah, it is. And then the Edge's real name is actually Dwight Renfield, which yes. is also, also weird. weird. It's a, it's just a big big chain of weirdness. Uh Andrew, what's strange what's upsetting about this scene is that the editor gives us a mystery. We've got the guy's name, but it seems to be fake. Dwight Renfield, that doesn't seem real. So that's a mystery that mm-hmm. Miguel Ferrar could solve later. Yeah. What if we just tell you what it is? Yeah. What At if, that what, point, it's meaningless. He might as well say his name is Bob Clark. Yeah. And you're like, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> why even Why even have the pseudonym if we've already yes, figured it out? it doesn't matter. Richard's not interested, though. He says, no, I'm working on- Dick Dees is says, not about it. He says, I am a writer, okay? I tell- I'll, I, I'll show you the I, life I, of the yeah, mind. He wants to show people the life of the mind. <laughs> yes. Morrison wants Richard to do it. Because he says that his work's sliding. He says you're on the bubble, man. Ah. And this is if you find says he ain't got the heat. If you don't, if you find these Draculas and you like clear them out of there, you're bust gonna, up you're, some coffins, gonna, shit with them. Yeah. I don't know. Do something weird. Just yeah, make them come to your hotel and like fall out a window. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be pretty cool. You might even get your picture in the paper. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speaking out loud. Also, he's got a pilot's license and a plane. He's a pilot. Yes. He. Flies. he he says this in like the weirdest way, doesn't he? Like Rick 
Dick Dees says this in the weirdest way, where he's like, all I care about <laughs> is my job and my airplane, which I have. Which I have, because I have I a have pilot's my own, license. I have my own airplane. That's the thing that it's I have. It's a small plane, and I, I fly it myself. Me. Dick Dees. Dick Dees. In the morning. <laughs> Richard suggests giving it to the new girl, who he calls Jimmy Olsen. Yes. A reference to... The great comic book series, Superman's friend, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bone. Oh, I do like Bone. Yeah. Did you ever read it? No. Oh. Bone's great, though. How do you know it's great if you haven't read it? I read it in like a, a copy of Disney Adventures. Oh, okay. It's like a whole Lord of the Rings Yeah, it's like type it's thing. this it's weird like, guy that like like th- lives in the woods, and you're like, oh, this is fun and cute, and then it turns into this like big sprawling epic. Yeah. I think it's 1,200 pages. <laughs> Catherine decides to tail Richard, who goes to the uh, bar to blow off some steam. He runs into her and uh, says that uh, she finds she tells him, "I got the uh, I got the Dracula I got the story. Dracula story. That's great. Isn't that fun?" She, however, she wants to show up and and ask Richard for some secrets to success. She yes, says, you're a great reporter. Dick says, "I've read a bunch of your stuff. I'm interested to know what you got to say." Dick, uh, Andrew. We always talk about relatable characters. Uh, this scene, very relatable. Some PA comes up to you and is <laughs> like, hey, I'm really excited. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, I just, young I just graduated fuck. from CSUN. I'm really looking forward to working in the business. Do you have any advice yeah. for a young guy like me? Your eyes just like, get wide. Oh, yeah, I've got some advice for you. creaks down to face them. Why don't you get fucked? Yeah. That's my first piece of advice. Yep. Andrew, you got any advice yeah, for this kid? Yeah, why don't you sit and sit and spin, you fucking asshole? Yeah, now get the fuck out. Yeah. Also, could you? Could we do the, the trash cans? Yeah, they're, they're starting to smell. Of, and, like, I put uh, a banana peel in there. I I ate like half of a sandwich and then I dumped it in there. So and if you could just, I, I know, just I know you just changed them, but, but change please them, do please it again. Change them again. And do and it get right! the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, this is generally how we act on That's, set. Yes, just big time. Every yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're big time in every PA we can. Catherine shows up and she wants to know what's the secret to success. Miguel Ferrer basically gets a far away uh, look in his eye. <laughs> he is <laughs> transported to Denang. He tells her that uh, it's 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 cruel. It's a cruel, terrible role that that they're in. Yeah, we're 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 a shitty bunch of shitheads. And she and he says that I can tell you're too you care too much. You're soft kid, you're soft. You're not going to last. He's like, in fact, the person that had this job before you. Fucking died. Killed herself because it, she took it too seriously, too hard. Put her head in a bag and then suffocated herself in the bathtub. And guess who found her? Me, baby. I got my picture on the front page. <laughs> and guess who ran the story? Me again, baby. That's right. I did it all. So that's what this fucking business does. It chews you up and it spits you out. And when it does, I'm there to see your dead, lifeless corpse. And your big, ugly, fat old piece of shit body floating in a bathtub. That's who. That's who I am. Also, um, I would love you know, another Amstel if you could just uh, just 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 be nice to people. You know, that's you know? that's the real th- tip. That's what I. That's yeah, the biggest. My big, always, always always tip. You never know when you're gonna see these people again. That's right. You know, a lot of these weird stories that come from the same places. So just. <laughs> Tip well. Let people know you're you're interested in their stories. People are gonna want to talk about themselves mm-hmm. for a little bit. Let them warm up and then get the good stuff. And then die face down in a gutter, you dumb shit. What's the hold up on the Amstel? <laughs> she tearfully leaves the bar, 
And uh, Richard's like, yeah, did it again. D, you, Max, son of a bitch. Outside of a double wide, we cut to this, uh, this another scene. We see Dracula's plane. We got it. Well, there's uh, this. This guy's got a double. This guy's got a Dracula. He too. also has a plane. Uh, Andrew, think. What did you think of the plane design? I thought it looked like the plane from Tailspin, <laughs> except it was painted black. Yes, I was it, expecting Baloo and uh, the Kit Cloud Kicker to come spilling out of that fucker. I I would say that it looked like the um, toy set of the plane from Tailspin. Oh, okay. Because that one had like a fatter body and shorter wings because it had to fit in a box and you had to shove yeah. the toys into yeah. it. Yeah. So they were like, I don't know. This is what it kind of looks like. <laughs> yeah, Dracula's plane sucks. Yeah, it's not cool. He's just like, he's like, hey, I put little curtains on the windows. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, it really impresses the ladies. There is a tape deck. Does it? But like, you can't. Oh, yeah. But the but the headphones aren't set up to it, so you can't hear anything when you're flying. Blah. Blah. It's like, all right, all right, Dwight. All right, all right. All right. Outside of the double wide, we see an older woman sitting and staring wistfully, while inside a cape figure is really busting up the place, and an <laughs> older guy bangs on the glass well, for help. Two two um two shadows appear to be fighting in the next room. Well, this woman just kind of does up her hair and is like, oh, I'm going to look beautiful. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dwight's here. Dwight. So, my husband's in the other room. We'll have to be quiet. So uh, the uh, it seems Dracula has killed this old guy. And then the old woman goes inside and uh, basically just uh, offers herself to old Drac. Yeah. She says, Dwight. Give, oh, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, give me that old Dracula dick. It's like, you don't have to make it weird. <laughs> it's just a normal dick. All right. It's been around a while. <laughs> it's got all sorts of things going on. But you don't have to say it out loud. It takes me out of it. Morrison tells Richard that uh, Dracula, there's more Draculas. Yes. All right. Struck again. And uh, But the thing is that old Jimmy Olsen, she? Catherine, she found this one. She found this one using... The internet a computer. Ever hear of it, old man? Yeah. Why you got one of those in your plane, old, old man? man? Yes. Yes. Several. Kind of. Uh, Andrew, uh, this movie takes place firmly in 90, 1997 because every character unanimously agrees that every character needs to be explained how the internet is. That's and right. What it does. He's That's- like, she's got a magic box. That has information from all over the world oh. that she has access to. Oh wow! And he's like, "Wow! Is it, does she have to plug in floppy disks? No, just a phone collection connection mm-hmm. and like six days." Oh, I've heard of this Infobon. Yes, was that one of the names that they were? Yeah, they were with? trying the to push Infobon. Infobon. Oh, that's terrible. Morrison, uh, Richard's like, all right, fine. You're right. There's a story here. Morrison's like, great, great. He calls Jimmy in and he's like, hey, you know that story you've been working on? This fuckhead wants it. (laughs) This asshole's taking it from you. So deal with it. Give him the fucking shit. So then she reaches into her bag and pulls out a airline ticket. Tears it up. Tears it up. Throws it in the air. Throws it in the air very dramatically, but in slow motion to where I'm like, all right, what does this mean? What are we going to dissolve to? Are we going to dissolve to 
Nope. Hard cut to black. I, I would I would dissolve to the double wide on fire with ash coming down. Sure. Or, or a bunch of papers the, coming out of a windows, window. The window's yeah. been kicked open and there's just papers blowing out of there. No, it's These just, are good dissolved we just, points. We just, the, the director was like, why don't we shoot it from above? That'll be fun. Yeah. Put the, yeah. <laughs> it's, how long is it going to take to set up a slow motion camera over her head? Three and a half hours? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't care. Richard visits an airport and talks to a mechanic on the airfield who recounts the night of the murder. Now, yes. When we talk about the murder. We, we mean to, that one from the beginning. We're talking about the one from the beginning. He says yes. he remembers the plane landing and he says the pilot uh, of that plane was wearing a big old cloak. Right. And he's like, that's weird because it looks like a fuck. Most of the pilots are barely wearing pants. This guy's got a goddamn cape. So he says, this is another great moment in the movie. The guy's line is, he wore a big black cape. The inside. Big bushy beard. (laughs) The outside was black. The inside was red as blood. And as he walked, I swear it looked, that cape looked like bat wings. Yeah. Then we cut to a shot of our Dracula walking. Yeah. It looks like a guy wearing a cape. Yeah, just kind of to where I'm like, it's like, so is he lying? No, or? no, it's it's he's gonna go and smell a flower, and uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna reminisce sound about of a car accident, reminisce of times gone by. Yes. <laughs> I have the last footage of Bella Lugosi. He's he's perfect, it's uncanny. <laughs> No, so I'm I'm just annoyed. I'm like, just cut that line if you don't have the visuals to go along with it, or make it well because we're seeing we'll make it, a Batman cape. Well, that's the thing is we're seeing it from the POV of the mechanics or shoot. He's also like a mile in the distance. Yes. It's like if you're gonna say that, you want to put him put him close, put him close, and, and have wind bill uh, have a fan on his yes. cape that's kicking it all up. Later, though, in the morning, he remembers talking to his friend. Yes. Who seemed like he was a he was, he was, he was weird, weird like zombie stays he's wearing like an Edgar suit. <laughs> he was washing Dracula's plane. Yes. And he's like, "We don't wash planes." New service chief and he's like, "I'm just doing my part." Goodbye. And then <laughs> So we have a wor- worthless meaningless scene that drags on. But then later that night, he was found with his head ripped almost clean off. So the big thing with this movie is we ain't got weird sex. So I'm going to be very, very which, which is disappointing. That's disappointing because it's a it's not TV. It's HBO. It's HBO. There should be weird there sex be weird, in a dark room. Dumb with moonlight coming in from a window. This ain't and no. Curtain. This ain't no fucking True Blood. All right. Yes. It's no. It's no Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, there was about a lot of weird fucking on that show too. Well, I'm talking about Salem. The cat. Oh yeah, that cat was getting into it. Ooh. Uh. Instead, however, they decided to spend the budget on unnecessary bloody prosthetics. Yes, there's a lot of gore. There's a lot of gore in this movie, and it's not even like good gore. Like it's 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 good in that like they because when he says and then his head was ripped almost completely clean off, we see that some they have built this mannequin that looks like the actor. Yes, that they have like ripped the head off, and then you've just got like guts and stuff just sticking out of it. Sausages, and you're like, okay, they spent the time to do a mask and to do an actual deal for this thing, but there's no, you just see it. It's just kind of, 
it, there's no static. There's yes, no action. There's no to action the violence. to it. It's just there. Right. The thing. This ain't. That's what I'm trying to get at. Sure. The mechanic also noted that there was a big pile of dirt underneath the plane. All right. When he think saw about this. Okay. Think about it. Mechanic says this guy, this Dracula. Yes. He's no man. He's um. He's made out of dirt. He's a he's a dirt man. Think about that. Dirt dirtman. D- Dwight Dirtman. Yes. He said it's dirt that looks like something died. Yeah, there's a bunch of worms. I don't know what that means. All right, fine. He's like pig pen. Yeah. Big cloud of dirt (laughs) following him. Dances with just his shoulders moving. Yeah, just shoulders, and then his friend just kind of moves feet. Playing piano. Act two, Richard heads to a local cemetery to bust up some gravestones or something at night. I wrote this This scene I I wrote this as a joke, but then I actually, we find out that it's like, yeah, he's going to go bust up some gravestones. This, this scene is great. This is this is the most like character development of this character of Dick Dees. He shows up and he's got his camera and he's like, "All right, I gotta take some pictures of this grave, well, the gravesite of the victim." Right. So he's looking at it, doesn't like it. He changes the flowers for some dead flowers on another grave. Yeah. Looks at it, still doesn't like it. Gives it a donkey kick, does gives it a, a Chun Li sidekick, and just smacks the gravestone out of place. Yeah, now it's all akimbo and it looks like shit, but it, we're not there yet. Still not good not enough. There yet. He says it needs a little something. There, else. A true artist knows what that je ne sais quoi is. Yes, yeah, so he cuts his finger, bleeds, rubs the blood on the gravestone, has a dead uh has a dead zone. He has he gets dead zoned. He gets dead zoned, he sees a bunch of weird shit. He gets a flash of a bunch of bodies that he doesn't know what that is. Yeah. And then he's interrupted by a uh, groundskeeper who's like, Hey man, you 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 gotta shouldn't be hanging out here. You gotta tell me if you're gonna do weird sex stuff with the gravestones, (laughs) all right? I get a I get a cut of that shit. I gotta make a living, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Anyways Zip. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing this? <laughs> so he runs off Richard, but I'm thinking, uh, in my mind, it's like, okay, you kick the gravestone, then you put the you put the dead flowers down there. The, the was the blood necessary? The blood's too much. The blood's too much. What do you what what are you trying to what is that? He should have rubbed some dirt on it. That's what I was dirt thinking. on the corners you to just make it be make like, it, oh, it's, it's all like, spooky and all old. it's all in disrepair as opposed to like yeah, we had the, uh, then a was, raccoon died nearby. There was a bum fight that happened. <laughs> An awful reporter came by with his camera and bled on it. At the hotel that Richard's staying at, he wakes up and has a bad dream about seeing Sky Dracula in his room. <laughs> Sky Dracula in the world of tomorrow. Sky Dracula's in flight. Boo! Middle of the night. Oh, that's good. And waking up, though, he sees that there are blood smears on his window reading, stay away. Yes. Doesn't he also notice, is this where he looks at the whiskey bottle on his um, nightstand and says, oh, man. I got to get gotta some, more, more. some more of this. And it's like. <laughs> that's so. That's such a great subversion of the classic trope yeah, of, look at the I got to stop drinking. Throw it in the trash. And instead he's like, oh, that's the good he's shit. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, time to fly my plane. <laughs> <laughs> Join me in a belt of scotch. It's eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, but I haven't slept in days. <laughs> Last chance. Richard gives his notes. So occasionally, as we're flying to this next airport, we get Jesus. this in cockpit is... scene 
where Richard's giving his notes to a, a personal tape recorder. Basically, it's the rantings of a madman. <laughs> it's 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 it it is because it sounds a lot like when I'm leaving work. And if somebody, if, so, yeah, that's what I should have told. Yeah, if I, I should have told, like, told him that I was gonna, I was gonna fuck him up, and then I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna break his yeah. tombstone. No, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put no. dead flowers on his tombstone. Yeah, yeah, that's what I should have said. Fucker, asshole, piece of shit. And then just, just silence, and then just, <laughs> honk, 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 honk. and then, and then more silence, and then weight loss clinic, hmm. huh? Yes, it's him talking about how there's uh, there's a killer on uh, flying these friendly skies, and Rick Dees is gonna find him and he's gonna fuck him up. Yeah, that's right. Get ready. Get your get your get your subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you, you gotta, you gotta, 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 gotta want to miss this one. Yeah. It's the, with, he's, you, some people might have a flight attendant. He's a he's a bite attendant. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I should have said. Some people say this is the greatest <laughs> Rick Dees story of all time. Just nothing but ants down there. There's just ants. <laughs> Bribing the funeral director, Richard is able to inspect the body of another victim. This one is uh, that we've seen as well. He takes some photos of the corpse. It appears that the cause of death for this person is that somebody slapped um, prosthetics onto their face yeah, until they died. Yeah, they had, they got a bunch of spirit gum. They have just like kinda... a, you can just tell that there's all these... Just there's these big lumps of like yes, latex. It's, it's supposed to be a hole in the neck, but for some reason, it is a lump that is sev- that is raised off of the person's neck. Yeah, but there's supposed to be big, big old puncture wounds in the guy's neck. Yes, Richard says if this, unless this person's walking around with a railroad tie, uh, I don't know what's going on here. Back at his new hotel, Richard brands Sky Dracula as the Night Flyer. Hell yeah. And notes that the victim uh, had huge puncture wounds uh, on his neck. His editor, as, he's, as he calls him on the phone, uh, wants the copy for this story now. He's like, I got to run this. This is it's, we're, hold, we're holding the press. We have to uh, bump the uh, alien peed in my mouth story <laughs> for this. Yeah. Okay. We got it. The, the, the fucking printers are furious at us. But alien, uh, I peed in an alien's butt. That one's running. That one's going. That that's, one you're that's sharing. Happening. You're sharing space with that. Yeah. We're splitting it down the middle. You're not getting the whole. You're not getting the whole above the fold. He's like, fuck. fuck. That, that story's so goddamn good, too. Why didn't I have that one? <laughs> he peed in his butthole. He peed right in there from six feet away. <laughs> it's one in a million. <laughs> it's one in a million, kid. It's it's. Uh, what is it? Dewey wins. What is yeah, it? Dewey defeats Truman. Dewey defeats Truman, and <laughs> fucking this. These are the ones that everybody's gonna remember. Yeah, because we, we originally went with did not get uh, butthole peed in, <laughs> and then the second edition we had to correct we it. We had to fix it. But Richard, Richard pushes back. He says the story ain't ready. There's more shit that's gonna happen. I'll tell you when it's ready, I'm, which I'm, is insane. He's like, to... I'm, I'm finding more Dracula's left and right. Look, all right, we can run a we can run a thing in multiple issues. He's like, no, no, no. It's like, one. I, he's like, I'm only writing one story. No, you're not getting you're, more stories. You're getting, getting 1,500 stories. And they're like, really? Because we could do like 500 words. It could be an ongoing series. He's like, we've been following this alien pee butthole thing for, for like six years. It's, it's, you think Bat Boy is a one-off? No, we keep doing it. It's like, no, you get one story out of me, and then I move on to the next thing. Because I'm right? a night flyer, baby. That's right. Yeah. Instead, the editor, however, goes to Jimmy... For no particular reason. And he's Catherine, like, I think her name is. Yes. Right. He goes to Catherine and he says, hey, why don't you get that ticket that you tore up and threw at the slow-mo camera in my ceiling and uh, put it back together 
and go and get this guy Dracula story, uh, you know, just to find out what's going on. So apparently she had bought a ticket for three days later. Well, she'll tape it together. If you just show up with the ticket, it's, <laughs> they'll just it's let fine. you in. Yeah, it's fine. It was it was pre nine eleven. It's like a train ticket. You just yeah, show you, up. Anybody could anybody could get around. Remember, you could go to like the gate. Yeah, just just at hang LAX. out. Yeah. just hang out. And be like, I love Sabaro. Oh, this is good. This is the only. Ch- I love paying seventeen dollars for a slice of pizza. I got. It. <laughs> I'm still hungry. I'm gonna get a Cinnabon. <laughs> the closest Cinnabon is in Compton. I'm not driving all the way over there. I gotta I'll just go to I LAX. Just go, I just go to LAX. It's like going to a mall. <laughs> I can go to the duty free store, get a big thing of cologne. You have to still have to pay full price because yeah. you have to show them your ticket in order to get the discount. But whatever. He says that if she can track down the story and scoop Richard, she'll get the byline. So this eager young reporter heads off. So this editor, this is the fucking worst editor in the world. He's paying two writers to write one story he's, or he is, or is he going to get an invoice at the end of the month no he is trying to in he's trying to get the infighting in between his his, his reporters because he's an asshole oh when driving to the next airport richard sees a cop speed past him with his lights flashing up ahead there's a huge car wreck with bodies strewn everywhere Dees says to himself that's a freebie. He's like, uh, <laughs> that's a freebie. And then he starts taking pictures of yeah, dead he's bodies. Like, ah, this, this one's for old uh, Richard D's. Uh, which is, again, more. D's are for me's, is what he says. That's what he says. Uh, which, again, more good character stuff. Uh, at one point, D's kicks a, uh, a dead person's arms off of their face so, so that he can take a picture he can of their see face. see their pained expression. But while he's taking pictures, Richard gets another, he gets dead zoned again, and he this, gets a, another flash of a Sky Dracula victim. This is something that um, Squeegee did. Do you know who Squeegee was? No. He was a crime scene photographer in LA hmm. in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And people would always ask how he got the best, like after he had done, after years had gone by, people were like, how did you get those great shots? And he was like, oh, I'd move the bodies. They were like, "You what?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, just position them wherever yeah, I want." Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Talking with a pump jockey, Richard notes uh, the pump jockey notices that the old couple—that's that's a gas station attendant. That, they, uh, the old couple seemed all out of sorts when uh, he, they visited him. Uh, that the the old man seemed like he was comatose, and the old lady seemed like she was getting ready to fuck. Yeah, she was Randy, and then he says. Whatever the hairstylist did, did something extra special because there was color in her face. Her cheeks were were yes. red. So Richard and follows. And she looked the... like she had just gotten that good dick. So Richard follows the chain there, goes to the salon owner. The salon owner says, yeah, she came in. She said that she was just ready for some real, just some heavy excavations. She she, uh, I... she said, I read a story about a peeing in a butthole. Oh, and boy, did it get me interested. Maybe we try that? I don't know. Uh, she asked me if I was aware of something called the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I said, in France? She said, she said, in my bedroom. She said, well, there were our Frenchmen involved, is oh. what she said. <laughs> Richard also fakes being an FBI agent to pump the police for information. It sneaks into the double wide that uh, those two were murdered in. Yes. He notes that the man's blood was completely drained and his head was cleaved off. And just 
placed lovingly nearby. Also, there was an FAA warning that the old guy had because these guys were running the the local regional airport that they should have been aware of this man of Dwight uh, Renfield. Yeah, uh, Dwight Nightflyer uh, showing up and they didn't pay any mind to that. The old broad, however, was also bloodless, but seemed like she was at peace because she was just found in her dead in her bed. Yeah, she's completely dead, but with no blood. But also, Richard notices that all the mirrors in the double wide are all broken. Mm. Interesting. Richard then leaves and spies a dog on the roof, growling at him. <laughs> and he's like, "Ugh!" So he runs to Great. his car and drives away, scared. Yes, because his dog's like Chow or whatever was barking at him. Yeah, he's a small dog. Yeah, like a Chow, yeah. like a Chow dog. Is Richard that- then goes and talks to his editor, and he says, "The trail's cold, man. It's I, over. I seen it's the three over. bodies." Um, he's fucking. He's fucking smoking the wind. This man. guy. This guy's underground. He's, We're never he's gonna un, find he's him. Underground. We gotta go underground too. We just gotta. We gotta smoke him out. That's all we gotta do. So I gotta get a black plane. And I gotta dog fight this guy. This guy's my red baron. All right. <laughs> I gotta get a doghouse. And I gotta, get a, I gotta I, sit on top I of it. Sit on top of it. And and I'm t- gonna I'll wear get, a scarf. I'll get this guy. I'll get this guy. All right. <laughs> I get a typewriter sometimes. I write on that. I'm going to carry my bowl around in my mouth. In my mouth, and then just throw it at people when I'm hungry. Jimmy also calls the editor, and it turns out that both her and Richard are, are staying, staying at the, at the same, same hotel. hotel. Now, the editor... What kind of crazy, what kind of crazy hijinks are these guys going to get The editor to? gets a look on his face that is like, oh, yeah, they're going to fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's but like I guess a Sam and Diane. Thing yeah, he's going like on. finally they could just bang each Jesus other and Christ, get it over just, with. Just, oh man, it's miserable in that the, office. The, tension, the two of them the just tension is just thick, barking at each other. It's like just do it. Richard is at uh, where you expect him to be. He's at the local bar, and uh, randomly gets a Bloody Mary sent over to him with a note on the napkin that says "Stop, Stop now." now. Which Andrew is probably from the bartender. Yes, I have. I have been given that note with drinks all the time. You're in a you're in a good place, man. Why don't you uh? Why don't yeah, you slow down? Yeah, it's mostly from from uh, concerned friends. <laughs> yes, I'll stop when I'm good and ready. Richard chases outside of the bar and goes looking for whoever sent the drink, but doesn't find him. And we see Sky Dracula's plane soar overhead. And <laughs> so Richard- he was parked in the back. Yeah, and apparently and the, he's like a helicopter as well because he could just go straight up and, and the then in, away. And the engine was running, and then he just yeah, <sighs> yeah. He was like Indiana Jones. And he was like screaming, he's like stop yeah. the plane, Doctor Jones. I st- I I gave him the drink. Start the plane. Anyways, so what's his name? Uh, Richard. Richard screams at the gods. Yeah, he's like come, Sky Dracula. I'll get you. At the hotel, Richard and Jimmy run into each other. Okay. Oh, right. He's going to the ice machine. She goes in. They touch hands. Oh, Ooh. maybe a spark. I don't know. Maybe they both got dead zoned. I've heard uh, Richard's a real dead zone in bed. Oh. He gets my drift. Richard yells at her, but then he realizes that they are both dry on resources and thinks, what if, what if... She's got a real sleepy hollow. <clears throat> he says, what if we work together? What if we combine our talents, yes, our disparate yes, and our, unique talents. Our talents that we have seen over the course of this movie. Because you're good with computer shit. And I'm good and at just I'm being good. a drunk 
piece of garbage. I'm good at flying planes. While being a drunk, drunk piece, of piece of garbage. I'm good at yelling into my recorder. As we pull about... back we pull back to reveal the plane is just sticking out of the yep. hotel window. <laughs> she opens the door, a bunch of bottles roll yeah, out. Yeah, this is great. So they're going to combine forces. Yes. They're going to use their different powers. She's good with computers. He's good at yelling at people. Let's see what they can do together. He says he'll share his byline. Yeah. What? How generous. Yes. Always. So, Andrew, we get a riveting scene coming up, the, coming right through the pike. That's right. We get to finally see Woodward and Bernstein working together. And what do they do? They call a bunch of people. They call... They have a list of and numbers. They keep calling, and calling, they're like, "Hey, have you uh, have you seen Sky Dracula?" And they're like, "No." They're like, "No, it was in 3D, and I kind of sick. Wasn't into I just, it. I don't really like all the backgrounds are digital or something. It's like none of the actors are even in the same room. They half just the time. it just feels like a bunch of automatons. It's just if this is the future of movies, I don't want to see it. I mean, I kind of like the creature design, but it just wasn't executed well. Yeah, it's like uh, that Samuel L. Jackson. It's supposed to be like Sin City. The Spirit. Yeah. Oof. Terrible. Directed by Frank Miller. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so the last number of the Frank list- Miller said in an interview about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Because he also co-directed Sin City. Sin City, yeah. That's why- uh, He said in an interview- Robert Rodriguez left the DGA. Yes. He said in an interview- about the spirit he was like i had to come up with an original vision for the spirit and that's why the movie is so different from the comic books and you're like it's not an original vision it's the last thing you did no it's this is original it's original no it's it's spirit oh my god it's it's, it's samuel he's a spirit samuel jackson is the octopus oh gabriel mock is the spirit well the spirit was inside us all along oh the last number on the list is the airport in Wilmington, and the guy on the phone, when they when they call, seems real dodgy. He doesn't want to call it. She says, I'm going to call it. She calls. The guy's like, yeah, is there an airplane there? And he's like, I don't know. We got all kinds of airplanes. And then she says, do you have this specific airplane? And he says, no. Hangs up. Yeah. She uses her reporter's instincts to be like, I think that guy was lying. You think? And then Dee's says, "Pack your shit. We're going to Richmond. We're going. We're going to Wilmington. Wilmington. Yes. We're going to District <laughs> of Columbia. Columbia. We're going to Maryland. Yeah! yeah. I feel like we should have a jar that we have to put money in every time we do that. Oh, we could do that. That might stop us. They decide that they need to go to Wilmington, and Jimmy goes to pack. Uh, but when she comes back. And, you know, late, ladies take a while. You know, it's like, I, yeah. it's hours. He says, he He's says, like, you got two you minutes got to pack two minutes, your stuff. I'm be going. And then she's like folding the same sweater six times, and, then and she's she like, puts Do it I up. Need to take it, and with then she me? puts it sideways, and she's like, mm. Mm. and then she's like, I packed my own hair dryer, even though I knew that the hotel had its own, but I like my own hair dryer, so she does that. Yeah, <laughs> ladies stuff. Ladies. So she comes back, and it seems like Richard has completely moved out, except. Jump scare. Jump scare. Richard jumps her, puts a blanket over her head, pushes into her closet. He's like, prank week. <laughs> Sigma Phi, baby. Yeah, he ices her. <laughs> pushes into her closet and seals it shut with uh, some some uh, wire. And uh, it basically, he says, 
Nanny Nanny Boo Boo. <laughs> I know he's going to Wilmington, and I'm going to get that byline all by myself. <laughs> this, he has a sudden jump to utter insanity here. Yes. The, where the, he's like, I'm not sharing the night flyer with anyone. He's mine. And I'm like, where is this obsession coming from? Well, we saw it up in the airplane. Uh, yeah, but I thought he was just, just crazy and drunk. Venting to himself while uh, nursing a, a, a fucking gin and tonic yeah. in midair. It's like, uh, yes, uh, I will take another. I have a, I have a drink coupon. <laughs> it's like doing characters up there. She, is, so he's like, fuck you. So then he leaves. Act three, flying into Wilmington, Richard hears the screams of horror as he gets ready to land over his radio. Yes, he calls to the, he calls the tower and he's like, I'm coming. This says, is what's your vector, Victor? Yeah, I'm coming in hot. Over, over. Roger, 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 Roger. He hears a bunch of screams coming from the tower. Sounds like some shit's going on. Then we hear Dwight get on the radio, and he says, hey, turn around. This Sky Dracula don't want to see you. I would prefer if you weren't here. Yeah, I, I got. I'm, I'm bu- I have company. I'm busy. I, I'm in. I'm, I'm doing I'm, something. I'm in here. I'm in Wilmington. In Wilmington. Richard tells him to fuck off. Richard lands, and uh, when he gets out of his plane, he spies Stry- uh, Sky Dracula's ride. Goes over and takes some pictures. Andrew. He sees the blood on the side of the cab. And he they, sees messed the dirt. This, they messed this up. They yeah. messed this reveal up. He, it's the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It's black. Mm-hmm. It's raining. Mm. Pitch black outside. Totally dark. Yeah. Richard walks up to the plane. Then lightning crashes. You can hear or you can see a little bit more of the plane than you could before. They completely did this wrong. <laughs> he should be walking. Can't see. It's. Pitch black, you don't see anything. It doesn't look like there's a plane. Then the lightning, then it's all illuminated and revealed. And it's like it just showed up. And you see it in all its horrifying glory. Instead, they're like, I don't know, it's dark. It'd still be dark. No, because it just seems like it, it seems like the plane's not supernatural because he just kind of parks it wherever. Well, yeah. He just like double parks it like. <laughs> Like he's like, I, I'm just gonna run in really in quick in front I'm, of a hydrant. I'm, I just have to run in really quick. I I know it's I'm I my kid really likes the whole food potato chips. So I have to I go have get, to get those, them or else and then he'll cry and but cry and I cry. Can't, I have to go though. So don't 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 ticket me. I'm the engine's running. Don't ticket. He sees Richard sees uh, uh blood on the side of the cab and he sees the dirt on the ground. He's like, oh oh that pump jockey wasn't full of shit. Inside the cab. We uh, see that the instrument instrumentation is all covered in dry blood. Yes. Terrifying. Which, I mean, that's like what the inside of my car looks like, so I don't know what the big <laughs> deal was. You have, you have nosebleeds. <laughs> it's very dry here in Los Angeles. Yes. He also sees some drips of blood on his leg. Richard then spies a book of photographs and uh, looks through that, finds some old wedding pictures of some fucking guy and a lady and a bunch of other stuff. Was it the old woman? I don't think so. Oh, it was just photographs. I think it's just supposed to be that this guy had a life. He's he's older than he he looks. I guess. I guess. He looks pretty old when we see well, him. Well, we see him we see two versions of him. All right. In the back we see a bunch of dirt with worms in it. And then we also see some copies of Inside View. So yes. we're just like, oh a, f- a fan. fan. Signs a couple. Richard goes inside the terminal and it's a bloodbath. All it's, right, it's only, we're talking. He realizes Southwest Terminal, LAX, Monday morning. Yes. Okay, it is. Uh, there it are is, no uh, assigned seats. There is. No, it, is it is first come, godless. first served. It is godless. Get in there. Do not just if you if you value your uh, 
spiritual life, you will just continue on. There is bodies and limbs everywhere. Andrew, did you notice, did this set look familiar to you at all? Is it the wing set? No. Is it the, it's the wing set. No, it is not the wing set. The inside of this airport is the same set as the newspaper office. Hmm. I did not notice it that. It is the exact same. Oh, I, different, can, I can see it. Different I can see set it dressing yeah. and a sign on the wall that says like a car rental or something. Yeah, Other than that, it is the exact magic, same. Movie magic. Movie magic. Everybody is uh, killed, There's and they've got a bunch of dead people. Big everywhere. old same big ass puncture wounds on their necks. There's some eyeballs around. There's a dude's head that's on the grill, and it's sizzling. And there's some dead kids. Richard spies a dead guy who is the same guy that he had a flash of earlier in the movie. Yes. In his mouth is a crucifix, which Richard pulls out, and then that crucifix like sticks to the wound on his neck like a magnet yeah he's like weird huh and then he just walks away <laughs> well he gets upset by this and runs to the bathroom pratt falls on some blood which hysterical. hilarious hysterical hilarious. all right so if i was going to describe mark if i was going to describe my comedy i should i this is what i would talk a about. man falling on falling slipping on blood a big old puddle of blood gets covered in blood runs to the bathroom he voms yes. right in the sink, okay? Behind him, an invisible <laughs> figure pisses blood. That, no, no. Yes? Behind, he's looking in a mirror. He's looking in a mirror. Behind him, yes. he, in the reflection, he sees a urinal. Yes. He hears like a like a radio zip, like zzz, Yeah. And or- then blood materializes in the urinal yeah. as though an invisible figure was peeing in it. Yes. It is a hilarious shot for what is supposed to be scary, I think. So, but I'm like, well, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So, so Dracula, is Dracula so full of blood that he pisses, that he pisses it pisses out? blood or is he sick? Oh, no. Maybe he's he gets around. He's got a UTI. It's <laughs> He needs some cranberry juice. Oh. Maybe, I because again, I feel like that's a discharge that should not be coming out of that's you. That's true, yes. Then the mirrors break. The mirrors shatter as this figure approaches. We then see Sky Dracula standing behind Richard. Richard does not look at Sky Dracula. He says, do not look me in the eye. Do not approach Sky Dracula. Do not taunt Sky Dracula. <laughs> Sky Dracula will approach you. You will not approach Sky Dracula. He wants the camera, and he wants the film inside Richard's camera. He says, nobody can know that Sky Dracula exists. Because, I don't know. Oh, you know, because I got... Um, Priors? I got, a lot, I got a lot of wives. I got a lot of ladies <laughs> okay. looking for There's old Sky Dracula. A little bit of scratch. But uh, you see that ride outside? That is not cheap. All right, and that, that's my that's my means of transportation and my home. <laughs> so you can see that I kind of live out of it. Right. It's a bit of a mess in there. He says, and we see these hands are like a lizard hands or something. Yeah, he's got creepy hands. Yeah, Monster Mash rips the film out of the camera, but Sky Dracula he says, "Look, I'm not going to hurt you, Richard. You know why? Why is that? You and I, birds of a feather." <laughs> I believe he actually gives the line, we're not too different, you and I. That's right. In a which <laughs> some kind of other life. We could have been lovers. Friends? 
I I have a uh, I have a coworker who was in the military, and my favorite gag is to ask him if he's ever done things that I've seen people in movies do, or said things that I've heard people in movies say while in the military. And I once asked him, "Have you ever have you ever had a bad guy say to you, we're not so different, you and I?'" <laughs> he was like, "Yes, but not in the context you're thinking of." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, interesting." So Sky Dracula tells him, he says, look, you're a terrible, shitty reporter. I drink blood. We're, we're kinda, practically uh, brothers. We're both basically blood suckers. So message of the movie. Okay. But seriously, stop following me or I'm really going to fuck you up. Okay. All right. Goodbye. See ya. So Dr- walks out. Sky Dracula leaves and he's like, also, don't tell anyone that I, my penis has got blood, <laughs> blood. blood I, coming out. I, I got to. It's. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's It'll, clear it's, it's, It'll clear it's up. It'll clear up. It's literally, it just happens sometimes. It's a thing right? that happens to guys, all right? When they, when they run a lot, okay, they pee blood. It's just what it is. Your it's, nipples bleed and, yes, and blood you, comes and out of your you, urethra. And you, out of your piss hole, okay? I don't want to see that in that fucking paper that Sky Dracula pees blood or I'm going to be, oh, I'm real sore with you. Oh, wait a minute. You, you work for that newspaper, too. I only read it for the... Uh... For the aliens peeing in butthole stories. Richard's like, God damn it. Rips <laughs> like, the sink. Yeah, he cracks the sink. <laughs> so then Richard nuts up all of a well, sudden. Sky Dracula leaves. Sky Dracula Richard leaves. Runs Richard runs outside. Like, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to just tell my phone what I should have said. I'm going to actually do it. So He's, then he pops out and he says, show me your face, wants, Sky Dracula. He wants to see Sky Dracula's face. Sky Dracula's like... <laughs> Sky Dracula's like me when I go on like a first date. Uh, I'm like, ah, you don't, you don't want to see. You this. don't want it. No, this, it's, I'm telling you, you think you do. You don't want to see this. So Andrew, when you go on first dates, you just have a cape. Yeah, or I, a, I have a fan of the opera yeah, mask. I have a cape over. Like I, you can see my eyes, yes. but that's about it. <laughs> and then sometimes it's my mouth. I'll flip it. It, it depends. It's either the, the fan of the opera mask or a cape over my mouth. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's both, which is makes it hard to eat. What is your most modestly priced red <laughs> wine? <laughs> Only one glass, please. She's like, oh. Dwight says Richard has been searching for him his entire life, so sure, why the fuck not? Why not? He gets closer, and it seems like... So here's the big reveal, okay? Yes. We've been following Sky Dracula for our, like, 90 goddamn minutes now, so show me his fucking face, and I want to see his weird penis, too, okay? <laughs> you owe me, movie. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Whip it out. Come on, man. <laughs> just a big old big old bloody dick just, just flopping around. That's all I want to see, all right? All right? Come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's some night in November in 1997. I need this. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Me, 1997, somehow watching HBO, just like, come the fuck on. <laughs> show me what he's got down there, goddammit. See the face? See the big floppy bloody dick? I want to see nuts. <sighs> Andrew, honey, time for bed. Shut up, mom. I got a thing going on here. All right, just keep it down. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm going to be, uh, it's going to be tough to do that. There's going to be some ranting, all right? Where's the letterhead? I have a letter to write. I'll bring up your typewriter. Yeah. Put it on my doghouse. Your bird friend's out there. <laughs> yeah, this is my childhood. This yeah, is, basically. Yeah, this is what happened. 
Okay, so he gets closer, and it turns out that Dwight, it turns out the Sky Dracula is some big, like, rat-looking fucker. He looks like a bat. He looks like a bat. He's got, like, a big mouth and big old Upturned nose. Teeth and He's got a... Big he, railroad spikes for teeth. Yeah, that, that effect is cool, because he, like, opens his mouth and is like, grr. And his, like, and his, like jaw stretches out his like, jaw it's stretches. A, like a snake. Yes, and fangs come out, and then as he's closing his mouth, the fangs retract. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Then in uh, a real fucking boss move, cuts his cuts. Uh, doesn't do it out of his nipple. He should have cut his he chest open. Well, his then, then well, they, that's that's already been done. That's been done. Also, if you do that, that means you're having sex. Oh, this he's just fucking with Richard. So cut, cuts his wrist and then, and then puts forces it, Richard to drink the blood. Drink the blood. Says drink it. Drink it up. This transports Richard to a foggy black and white version of the terminal where the dead start rising out of the fog. The dead start stumbling towards Richard and they are giving him this. They're just giving him a hard time. The the dead people that are rising out of the fog are not the dead people that died there. They are all the dead people that Richard has profited off over the course of his career. And taken pictures of because he talks about like seeing a baby. Or and the baby's there, and he talks about like some woman that killed herself, and there's pictures of that. There's all this. He shit. sees the lady that drowned herself, or so we know all of this herself stuff. in the bathtub. Yes, we see all this stuff. So basically, so all clear. all of the ghouls and monsters that uh, that, that he has profited, he profited from of. have now are now coming back to attack him. Well, Richard, <laughs> he's got a plan. He's got a plan, my friend. He uh, spies an axe on the wall, and mm-hmm. uh, he does with that axe what you're, uh, you know, the what have you that you do with an axe. Yes. Starts uh, starts bludgeoning people, and they just start attacking him. He's hacking them up, hacking them up, hacking them up. We then cut back to reality, and we see that Richard is covered in blood, and he has an axe, and uh, the police, two, however many police officers they There's can afford. Two cops. Two cops. Two Men in cop uniforms show yeah, up. The two men in blue shirts that have like patches <laughs> ironed on sure. show up and they say, Freeze, dirtbag, we're the police. Jimmy runs in as well. Get her alive, you're coming with us. Yeah. Richard <laughs> drop it. Richard spies Jimmy as she comes into the uh terminal and he starts stumbling towards her. He says, Oh, they got to you too. He then gets lit up because these cops they're looking for an excuse. <laughs> I, these cops obviously knew that Miguel Ferrar was a Hispanic male. Yeah. So they're they, like, they, oh, we, we should shoot him. They're like, oh, okay, all right. Body camera's off and, and go. Boom, boom, boom. He gets shot dead by the cops. Sky Dracula leaves looking like he was when he was younger. We see a flash of him as he's leaving. Young and handsome, He I looks guess. young and handsome. I don't know if it was because he just got a Hispanic man killed. Maybe that's his thing. <laughs> that's what it was. Always it's been was. A lo- it's a long con that he's yeah. just this weird racist and he just gets a <laughs> kick out of seeing minorities gunned down. By the police, yes. Yeah. Yeesh. Uh, <laughs> hey Um It's uh, actually a terrifying uh, existence here in the United States. So he leaves. Jimmy looks out the window, sees... Sky Dracula yeah. take off. Catherine sees Sky Dracula take off in his night flyer plane. And she, she goes, recites. She recites to herself the thing that Jimmy had said before. That Richard had said that before. Richard had said before. Don't print what you believe and don't believe what you print. So she says, That's all right. That's the night flyer. 
She points at Miguel Ferrer. She says, she says it was him all along. He, he had an airplane it. and he, he had an he axe did, and the cops thing. did their job. And they say, well, it doesn't necessarily match. His fingerprints wouldn't have been on anything. Also, we know that he wasn't in these places. Also, the axe wounds wouldn't match up with, with the, the puncture wounds that are on the side the of the previous neck. previous places. Also, also, so he shows up, kills people, then leaves, then comes back and reports on it. Also, we know what the plane looked like. Yes, we had the his serial plane, number. His plane does not match that, but um, okay. okay. <laughs> so then we end our final shot is a, a big picture of the front page showing Richard's dead body saying that the, the night flyer got... Um, staked, uh, clipped the the wings. We clipped the wings of bat, the night flyer. Bat, bat out of hell, hell, hello to the 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 um uh cape cape fear cape cape not cape not feared um uh uh, uh taking a bite out of crime uh fang Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. This movie sucks. Yeah. I think that's that's really what it was. Yeah. And that's the end of the Night Flyer. Mark, would you argue that this is one of the best Stephen King adaptations? Andrew, I wouldn't even argue that some people say this is one of the best Stephen King adaptations. I think that blogger was full of shit. I think so too. I think that was lies. I think none of it was true. Is it okay? Yeah, is it? It's. I wouldn't say it's the best one that we watched. No, this month I would say it's still trucks. Mm. You would probably say sometimes they come back Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So we agree to disagree on that. Um, Miguel Ferrar is pretty good in Mi- this. Miguel Ferrar is the reason to see. If you ever, if 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 you did get your interest peaked in seeing Sky Dracula in the World of Tomorrow, you only want to see it for Miguel Ferrar because I I think that they gave him a script. And they were like, yeah, you're chasing a Dracula, and this is your character. He's like, uh, I got this. And he, like, threw the script away. He's basically, any time that he's on screen, he's given these big, huge, crazy monologues about, yes. like, just seeing shit that you shouldn't see. Just, like, tears in the rain, you know? Just, just, ugh, you you wouldn't fucking believe it. Just well, this hard, battle-scarred reporter that's seen nothing but death and destruction only because he threw himself into it. Well, what's crazy about his performance is that when he locks the girl, when he locks Jimmy in the bath, in the closet, that is supposed to be when he is at his most crazed. He has been taken over by this job. But from the moment we meet him, he's already at 11. Yeah, he's insane. So he's insane to begin with. He doesn't have an arc. This isn't Jack Torrance where you get like a, like a, he's steadily becoming crazier. No, he's crazy. When we see him at the bar... He specifically tries to get into the head of Jimmy. Yeah. And and he's does crazy and at makes the beginning, her cry. And he's crazy at the end. Yeah, he shows up like an insane person just screaming across the newsroom because they didn't run the picture of a dead baby. Of a dead that baby wanted. that he got. So our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Get ready. Mourn his loss. Uh so uh, we knew that the comeuppance was coming. I don't think I would have wanted to see this in theaters definitely I would, not, would not no. have i would have felt that, which i would have like, felt robbed i'm confused why universal thought that there was some juice behind this some market for it no i have no idea why they would do that i think they just didn't know what they were i mean i mean it's like we, we got a stephen king adaptation it's dracula and we got Miguel Ferrar, and he's like oh cool awesome great that sounds great maybe we'll run in 98 the movie already aired and they're like yeah we know 
We're gonna run it again. <laughs> yeah, put it in the theaters. It's gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna sell a bunch of tickets. People love Stephen King, right? It's like even I mean even when net when Netflix does it, like they'll re- they'll release it in theaters a few days after it's on Netflix, just in case you want to go see it. But they don't want they don't wait a year. Uh yeah. I I don't know. I thought. I thought this was a waste of money on uh, blood, gore, and prosthetics as well. Because if you're going to do a vampire movie and it's like, oh man, he this thing, this fucker's brutal, blah 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 blah. If you're gonna go down that road, you have to do something that's gonna be like visually, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Instead, the, the mask th- effect is pretty good. They take he pees in a urinal. I know, I know. They take the time <laughs> I, to I do there. these like effects. But then we just get these like, just panoramic wide shots, like like boring su- static. Exactly, points. we're supposed to be blown away by the amount of carnage that's taking place inside this airport hangar, and they just put the camera on sticks and they just do this like pan across it. We just get this wide dead people this there master shot, some dead people over there. And we all and it's like if you had shot inserts to show and and there's there's a couple here and there, but when we get the wide master, it's just like okay. So they put all the actors on the ground. They put some prosthetics on their faces. They threw a couple like spare body parts around yeah. whatever they had in the back. And they're just like, okay, go. Like, ah, eh. yeah, it's not exciting. It's not shot well. Yeah. Doesn't compare pop. that. Compare that to something like Seven. Yes. Where it's like any when you see those shots of the of the murder rooms that the the John Doe the John Doe has constructed. Yes. It's like every single one is its own set piece and it's completely moody and you, they don't necessarily show you the prosthetic element to all of it, but you're just like, you get creeped out every single time. Right. Because it's shot properly. Yes. You know, imagine if he, they'd gone into the one room and they just are right, just doing a big, big line. They're like, look at this cool, cool, um, fake body we built. More, more hot takes from Andrew. David Fincher is a better director uh, than Mark, just, Mark Pavia or whatever this guy's com- name is. I'm just saying... I'm giving, I'm I'm giving you an example. Yes, of a you show are. With, I understand. Movie that did it. Yes, the movie that doesn't. No, do it. you can see why that doesn't yes. work versus why this works. No, Mark, would you recommend the Night Flyer? I actually would. Really? Yeah. If you're into Stephen King, you'll you might like this movie. So Miguel Ferrara's performance is crazy and what great. What you're doing is arguing that this is maybe one of no, the best <laughs> no. King I would never say that. I would never ever say that. Sources say otherwise. This movie would not make a top. 15 list of the best Stephen King adaptations of all time, I don't think. Yeah. Number one through number 14, Maximum Overdrive. Yes, over and over. And then number 15 is like... Shawshank Redemption. Um, Only the only this, the part where uh, the kid throws up at the pie-eating contest. Yeah, that's, that's the only part that's better in Stand By yeah. Me. <laughs> the rest of it, give or take, take it or leave it, but uh, you really want to really double down Pukurama. on the fat, the fit, fat kid thing. Well, Mark, is there anything else to say about Night Flyer, Night Flyer? No, I think, Andrew, what are we talking about next month? Next month. The month of month November. Of November, or as I like to call it, oh, November. It's like, oh, no, uh-huh. November. Yeah, you say it all the time. And oh, I give you the same no. confused look. November. We're talking about made-for-TV movies that feature natural disasters. Natural, natural disasters. disasters. So what are we starting with? Not necessarily with? the creature features that we've had earlier. So maybe not. Where we got introduced to patron saint of this very program, Guerdon True Blood. Blood. Praise be unto him. Which also should have been the name of the Night Flyer. 
if he had been called, if it, was, if it had been called, okay. If it wasn't Dwight Renfield, I think Guerta but it was Guerta Truman. Maybe would I? Maybe he is a night flyer. He might be. Maybe that's it's ripped from the headlines. Yes, the story you don't want. The story the papers didn't tell you. For the first one, we are watching a hit from. Oh, I'm sorry, a shit from 1974. Oh, Andrew is spicy tonight. Entitled. Heat wave. It's happy days for Richie when he wins a big date with the Hollywood starlet tonight at 8, 7 central. Right after, a handful of survivors wage a desperate battle for survival in the aftermath of a killer heat wave on the Tuesday movie of the week, tonight on ABC. That's right, Mark. It is hot. That's good. It is hot. We have hot, hot, hot action. We've got the hottest movies hot. uh, to splash across the small screen. That's right. The, the sweatiest, grossest, <laughs> sweltering, just stickiest back films you've ever witnessed. Andrew. Uh, there will be no armpit left unsoiled. Last week, I bet that there would be weird, gross sex in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I lost. This week, I'm going to bet that uh, there's a shot of a very fat guy <laughs> sweating and that there is um, sweat under his uh, under his man boobs. Okay. All right. You, you want that bet? Yeah, I'll take that bet. All right. Big, a big, big fatty. Big fatty. Big fatty. Sweating. So we're going double or nothing is what you're saying. Yes. Double or nothing. Okay. Big, big, big fatty sweating. We see, we, they have to see... Sweat underneath his man boobs. Yes. Okay. That's for next time. It's 1974's Heat Wave! Exclamation point. If you'd like to listen to past episodes of TV Movie Night, you can do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review there. would really help us out. You can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, uh, great talking to you about all this stuff. Uh, I got to head out, so I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Should have told Andrew that he was peeing in I'll tell him. I'll tell him next time. I'll tell him. Pick a, pick a lane, lady!